So this is the very first episode of our brand new podcast, CGM Lounge, and this is how the universe works. So Jazz, who's a client of ours, has her own podcast, has her own multimedia company. She just popped in, and we were going to do this podcast anyway, but it happened that you popped in right when we were going to do it, so we might as well have you on the podcast since you had us on your podcast, right? So tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, where are you from? What's the name of your business, and why did you start it? Okay, um, so my business is A Hint of Jazz. Um, we are a multimedia entertainment and production company dedicated to the betterment of community through media. I really practice that one. That's my elevator pitch. was beautiful. It was dope. So we, we started you, we helped you start your company in 2017. So you yep. recently just hit your anniversary mark, right? Yes. One year was November 24th. Um, it was, it was, it was really awesome, um, to like really reflect on like everyone who I've connected and networked with. Mm -hmm. Um, even when I came and got my LLC, even now, I, if someone asks me like, like, what's the purpose? Like, I really like, I don't know. I just like to talk. So like the podcasting works for me because <laughs> <laughs> now like I'm a talk and people are going to listen. So yeah. it works. <laughs> and we've been following you, um, as well through social media. So you've been traveling a lot, Atlanta, Charlotte, yeah. you're originally from Harrisburg. So how... How have you been able to get into these different markets to interview some of the people you've been interviewing and what interested you in interviewing them? Um, well, okay. So like my most, like the, the, um, when I went to Atlanta, like that was really like I had a dream. Um, and it's like the no most, pun intended, right? No, I, well, no, I literally had a dream and I did dream it <laughs> and it came true. Like, um, but I was watching um, an interview on The Breakfast Club. Um, there, I, I love The Breakfast Club interviews. Um, I can't wait to run The Breakfast Club Shout myself one day. Check. Just... <laughs> yeah, you guys, you guys helped me out a little bit. Um, they had interviewed um, this guy Barton. Um, he's on the show called The Shy, and on The Shy, he's like his character's like really angry. He's like a gangster, and um, I was like, well, and, but on his interview, he was really like nice, and he went to theater school and well spoken. I was like, wow, like I want to interview him because like he's a good actor, and that was just like for no reason. So um, he was like, yeah, I'm gonna be in Atlanta doing some music because then he's an, he's a musician, and I grew up doing the music. I was like, okay, like I'm talking about music and stuff like that, and you know, diversity and stuff like that. Sure. So um, I, I watched the interview. It was like seven in the morning. I fell asleep. I drew that I interviewed him so I woke up and I just got on social media and I was doing some research um I did have not interviewed him yet but like he should I actually ended up inter interviewing one of his good friends um who's a songwriter um shout out to Breland the Penpoint guard um he's out in Atlanta um you know he wrote he's writes for Trevor Jackson he did Drew Hill's Christmas album nice. you guys can check out his interview and now he's my vocal coach you know so um I went down there to network I only did two interviews my first time down there um, and that was just, um, and the other one was a lady, um, her name is uh, Royal and her brand is uh, Superb Clothing. And I met her up here in Philadelphia and she had moved down to Atlanta. Nice. So I had two interviews down there. I went down there just because like off of a dream, but it was like, okay, it's convenient. And then, um, the second time I went, um, I made sure I connected again with my vocal coach and now he does podcasts with me, just regular ones. Nice. Um, so I always keep that, you know, connection. Um, and then I interviewed like six other people down there who like were all like amazing people. So, um, even Charlotte going to Charlotte, I had interviewed, um, 
shout out Bags a Million. Um, he's a artist down in Charlotte. He's originally from New York. And, you know, just like talking to people, I just really like to talk. And, you know, I like to know why people do stuff. And I feel like I'm a really nosy person, but like, I don't want to be a journalist. Right, right, right. <laughs> so I'd rather, you know, just as I want to do an interview and it works for it me. Works, you it know? works. What's been the hardest part in the first year as far as like the business model or I know we talked about it a little bit before, like revenue generation with content. So what's been the most difficult part for you with the business? And then how do you plan on transitioning this thing into like a revenue generating multimedia company? Um, so um, at first I was, I'm a communications major and I had learned a lot about um, like with um, audio, video, um, and like how to use a camera and stuff like that. So I was like, okay, so because when I had came to you before, like, how can I make a profit? Because I was really concerned about that. And, um, you know, he was like, oh, well, all for photography. I'm like, well, everybody does photography now. But like now, like I have a network of people who all do photography um, and videography. So like even my interviews is kind of like, I don't want to say it's redundant for me to start offering photography services after I just interviewed 12 photographers. Um, so, um, but now I'm, I'm planning in my first event. Um, it's going to be in April. And I'm utilizing everything that I've done with interviewing to bring everybody together for this event. So that's how I'm going to start um, generating um, revenue is by planning events and marketing everyone who I've worked with um, and marketing myself. Right. So um, that way, because, you know, um, some people um, have offered to pay for interviews and I'm like, I don't feel like I'm there yet. I don't know exactly how it works. Wait, wait, wait. Somebody said they want to give you money to be interviewed and you turn it down? Well, they were in New York, so I was like, when I go to New York, then I'll do it. But New York's really intimidating to me, so like, that's the only reason why I haven't been there. Because I'm like, what's intimidating about? This is too much going on, and I, I've, I've got some, I've got some people up there to interview too. Like they're ready, and I'm just like, I'm scared to go. It's too big. <laughs> oh, so we just had a post about fear. Um, in entrepreneurship, so this is really good. So why are you scared of, what are you scared of and why? Um, it's weird because like I did definitely, I've just, I, I've been to New York before, but like I did go to Atlanta with nothing, no <laughs> um, information about Atlanta to go do it. Mm-hmm. But like, I don't know, New York is just so overpopulated and like the different boroughs and I'm like, so if I stay in one part of New York, like and I have to do an interview here, but like what if the person's across town, like, everyone's everywhere like i just it's an organizational thing (laughs) it sounds like you're making a bunch of excuses to keep yourself out of new york so if i if the guy that paid you is like look i'm gonna be at 42nd and broadway you wouldn't just go to 42nd and broadway and interview me yeah i would but i mean even though i went to atlanta just for two interviews new york is close enough that I have like four or five people lined up already. So if I'm going to go to New York, I have to do all of these interviews. Yeah. And I need them to be like good and proper and like time management. Like how am I going to get around? Like there's all stuff you can control. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> so it sounds like it sounds like you're keeping yourself from hitting this this next milestone. I know. I am. Cause, cause one one of the one of the people who I'm interviewing, he he's he's actually um, he films people's interviews, the celebrity interviews that go on these radio shows. Okay. So I'm like one person away from the Breakfast Club. <laughs> no, you're one person away from you. Like, what are you talking about? Like, this I is, know. Like, this is, this is 
This is what we talk about when we talk about entrepreneurship. It's all about the person. It has nothing to do about the business. Like, literally, I have people come in, and Jazz is a perfect example right now. You guys are watching it live, unscripted, <laughs> of people stopping themselves because they're afraid of their own outcome. Like, come on. Just go I do get it. get lost. I don't want to be, like, home alone. So? <laughs> and what? You could have got lost in Atlanta. I could have. Yo, you can literally ride the mega bus for twenty dollars round trip from Thirtieth Street to Forty Second Street. I know. It's like, where do I go? Like, you tell them to meet you at Forty Second Broadway. I need a space to do the interview. But like, what if they live like upstate and I'm like in downtown? Like, it's just meet me at Forty Second and Broadway. (laughs) But okay, but. Is there an office space there that I can use sure. for a low charge sure. or free? Sure. <laughs> sure. Okay. All right. Well, I guess no excuses now. I got no go. excuses. Solve the problem when you get to New York. Okay. I like, I like to be like, I, I like to act like I'm professional at least. You are. You have to <laughs> act like it. You are what you are. At the end of the day, the last thing we want to have you say two years from now is, man, I still ain't going to New York or I had an opportunity to interview this guy in New York and this didn't happen because I was afraid I was going to catch the wrong train. Explore New York. Open it up. You could go in New York, right? Interview. I'm going to next time I go to New York, we're going we gonna to figure this out. In the spring, we're going to make that trip. Okay. Take you to Colador Cafe. You can interview those guys in Brooklyn, right? Okay. Just make a thing out of it. You got You got content. Like, it's the content age. Nobody's going to be mad that you went up to them in a business and be like, yo, can I interview you real quick for your business? I'm doing a, a Hint of Jazz NY series special. Okay. You can run like 10 interviews in New York and open up your whole market to New York for people to listen to. I can. I can. In, okay. in one day and come back to Philly and okay. be good without being lost. Spend like 20 bucks. Okay. You, you sold me. I sold you. New York advocate. You've seen that? Not New York advocate, <laughs> entrepreneurial advocate. I, like, that's like saying, y'all don't want to sell this t-shirt because, I don't know, it's got a thread hanging off it. Like, no, like, sell the t-shirt. They want to buy it, sell it. Okay. They want it, go give it to them. All right, I can, and someone else invited me to New York too. Um, actually, a uh, shout out to Lex Dime. I don't know if you've heard of Lex Dime. Um, Honestly, no, but shout out to Lex Dime. Yeah, she. Um, <laughs> I had interviewed her a few weeks ago. Um, she has this thing called the Lost Girls Campaign. Um, okay. she, she mentors young girls and she raps about um for young, about young girls and their struggles and stuff like that. For sure. Good advocate. And um, she told me she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to New York, so you got to come with me." <laughs> so, and what happened? <laughs> I haven't gone yet. This is only a few weeks ago, so I guess okay. it's still in the. It was so yesterday. Now I have to go, I guess. Now, yes. now you're the third the third yes. push. It was say three times a charm. Where's the like content media hubs in in the US? You just answered it. <laughs> oh, you're saying in, in the USA? Oh, yeah, New York. Yeah, so why, why wouldn't you be in Times Square doing Hit the Jazz, interviewing people in the street? No, that would be cool. Yo, you can go. This is what we used to do. Not when I say we, Nehemiah Davis. He just drugged me along. Mm-hmm. But Neo, Daryl, me, we would go to New York. He would go to Times Square. He would go to the American Eagle store right there, right in Times Square. You can go in there, then you draw a card or pick a number, you gotta wait in line, take a picture, then you become a billboard in Times Square for like like, like five minutes later. They put you up on your really? on their thing and whatever you say or whatever you did is gonna be on a billboard oh, wow. 
for the next 30 seconds in Times Square. Neo used to do that all the time. We would just go to New York. Just literally, ticket. No, yeah, literally. We went, we stood, fact checked this. It was either like TGI Fridays or Cheesecake Factory. One, one, some restaurant like that. The line was out the door. One of Neo's friends had a black polo, black jeans, and he's like 6'4". So he put his, he put his iPhone earbuds in his ear, told the hostess that we were celebrities and that we got to cut the line. And we cut the line. And they really? sat us. Yeah, they, excuse us, we coming through it. That's, yo, you got to make your own destiny, man. Like, that's what entrepreneurship is about. That sounds like something on TV. No, me, like, look, guarantee, we, he would get up, he would get the billboard and then we would just go cut in line at the, at the restaurant. Oh, and pretend like we had security, like this big, this big okay. dude, like walking in front of us with his iPhone headphone in his ear, like he was security. Oh, okay. That's how you gotta treat New York. It's your own playground. You just right. gotta go okay. and bully. I mean, I'll go to be on a billboard. I was on a billboard before well, in Harrisburg for United Way. <laughs> <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta. Okay, so New York is the next billboard. So I get to be on. 2019, you got first quarter goal January. Well, I'm going to Miami in January. Oh, it's down in Miami. Um, so a friend of mine, um, she raps, and um, she had done a music video. And the guys who did the music video, they had decided that they wanted her to go to Miami with them. So um, I did my uh, job and um, started networking down there and looking up. The Instagram is like the best networking tool. That's how I've gotten like all of my interviews right. was literally on Instagram. So I started Googling people down in Miami. I found a promoter. I want to help book her some shows. And then he's going to help me get other entrepreneurs in Miami to interview. So you're in Miami the whole month of January? Not the whole month. So just I, for a week. For a week. <laughs> yeah, but a week, that's more than enough time I've been for me. Like, for sure. Yeah. So the other three weeks in January, or four, depending on how long January is. I think January is five. has five Sundays. Five Sundays. Five Sundays. So you know they got five weekends in January. One of them weekends, you should go to New York. Because it's just a day trip. It's but just I a like, day trip. I really like, I want to go and I want to spend money. <laughs> oh, you got to see, you got ulterior motives. You got ulterior motives. Yeah, right, like New cool. York got a lot of stuff going on. Like, I want to do all of it. Oh, um, sure, sure. So, let's make this bet. All right. Within the next six weeks, seven weeks, you're going to go to New York. Like February, that puts us in the February. Okay, okay, that works. That puts us in the February. Okay, New York, February, and it could right. be a day trip. It, it could be a day trip. You guys heard it here first. Is it's gonna live in perpetuity on all this content? So, all right. So we talked about the revenue generated in your first year. We talked about your phobia of New York, and yeah, so we're gonna crack that in here too. What are some other things that you learned? Startup business. You're definitely in a business that's a little different because it's content based. What's some of the things that you learning that you learned year one that you're taking into year two to make a henna jazz, you know, take it to the next step that you wanted to be? Um, are you working with other people? Are you collaborating? Like, what's what's the next? What's on your list of goals for 2019? Um, okay, so um, my 2019 goals actually started when I turned 23 because you know they got the whole Jordan year thing. So I'm 23 now. I turned when was your birthday? October 5th. October 5th. Young, young, young. <laughs> this is this is amazing. 23. I'm, I'm trying to be on Forbes 30 under 30. So Let's I'm go. like I, I got a lot to do. Let's get it. Um, I'm trying to be on there by 27. So I really got four years. So, so um, but. 
I had written down, so I do want to visit, um, I think I put like 10, 10 other states nice. this year. Nice. Um, and I, I learned about like about consistency because mm-hmm. um, there were times where like there'd be a gap of like content in between. Um, and I've learned to be like really grateful and appreciative because um, I do I do get a lot of no's. Um, my hardest the hardest thing for me to overcome was when I had moved back to Harrisburg because I did start here in Philly. So when I moved back to my hometown, um, it was like people like just now seeing what I was doing. And somebody literally messaged me like a month ago, like you should start a podcast. And I was like, here's the link to it. <laughs> um, and, you know, j- just getting the, su- the support from my city was, like, really, like, hard for me. Um, so um, I overcame that, and I just started reaching out to people more and just being a little more out there because closed mouths don't get fed. So I, d- I can't expect them to just look at my page and be like, oh, yeah, Jasmine. <laughs> Says the person that doesn't want to go to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, joking, baby steps. I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> um, so, um, you know, definitely now, like, interviewing with different people in Harrisburg mm-hmm. um, and getting out there more. Um, coll- I am collaborating with different people. Um, I'm still in pre-production for um, this YouTube series I'm trying to start um, about mental illness in minority communities. Okay. Um, and just, like, getting different people to talk about that. I am starting a YouTube channel uh, for the business, um, talking about different issues. Mm-hmm. Um um, I, where I work at, um, we have a lot of people who were previously incarcerated, so I want them to share their stories and stuff that they've been through. Because, um, you know, like, I, I, really, I really, really care about the community and the stuff that people are going through. And I want that to be something that, like, we can talk about openly. Because sometimes sure. people, you know, so I feel like a lot of the stuff that happens in the news and stuff like that um, can be negative. But, right. like... So I want the story behind it, which comes from my whole talking thing. I'm not a journalist, but... <laughs> no, it's critically know. important. Entrepreneurship and mental health go hand in hand. How we treat each other and how we develop as a community and mental health go hand in hand. So it sounds like what I'm hearing is the transformation of a hint of jazz from being like a spotlight on one particular artist or a particular genre or entrepreneur. Now it sounds like it's going to be more of a spotlight on with that but also community issues and making it more accessible to um different people coming from different backgrounds and different lifestyles so it sounds like the expansion part is going to be we can get more consumers to listen and and partake in our content opening up my my audience and demographic for sure and i'm also working on sponsorships um so i do have one um that i'm working on um, and then the other one, the business isn't all the way established yet. So, um, so I have two sponsorships pending right now. Right. Um, so I'm excited for that. Um, it's not for profit, um, but it's an exchange of services. So that works for me because who doesn't like free stuff? All right. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do our breakfast club impression, impersonation. We don't have Envy or, or Angel. We do have Linda, but Linda's working the camera. Nothing. But Envy with ask a question or play, do something Charlamagne will ask an off the wall question so I'm going to hit you with an off the wall question Okay. Um, 23 what's one thing what's the biggest regret you got at 23 let's keep it peachy okay <laughs> <laughs> well 23 has been a PG time for me so for that's sure, fine sure. it's only two months in though <laughs> um, my biggest regret um, man 
wow, these are questions that I ask people, and they're I'm, I'm like, why is it yeah, so you hard asked to me what answer? My favorite animal was. I gave you some <laughs> amalgamation. Of I, I, I cut I cut those questions out. They said that that was too bubblegum. Um, bubblegum tree. <laughs> I like it. Uh, um, uh. I I just ask like three questions now. Three bubblegum questions. Um, I don't know. A regret. I'm gonna be cliche and say I don't have any. Um, everything's a lesson learned. Oh, I, okay. I do have a regret. I regret not finishing school how I was supposed to. Um, because like, I really like, I mean, my degree was going to be a tool. I'm a communications major, but like I created a business in communication. So it's not like I'm like suffering from like not getting my degree Mm -hmm. right away. Um, but like it's taking longer than I'd like to, than I'd like it to, Mm -hmm. to get it. Um, but that's just because like, you know, I'm working full time and then I'm trying to do this business thing and I want to travel and do all these, all this stuff. Um, so like, I think my biggest regret is just like the school thing and like really trying to like, do I need to be in school right now? Should I take a break? Should I just keep pushing through? But now I'm about to have all these loans and transferring too much. Like, <laughs> where, where are you in school at now? Um, I'm at, I, I was at, okay. So I went to IUP my freshman year. Mm-hmm. I got kicked out. Um, because I failed and then I went to Northampton Community College one of the best community colleges um, in the state I'll say they have on-campus housing and they're still super affordable Um, I was I left one semester before I was going to get my associates which probably would have just helped me anyway I should have stayed that extra semester so I could go back to IUP left IUP so that I could go so I could move to Philadelphia and then like everything went downhill but then like I started my business during that time too so I mean everything happens for a reason but it's like I wouldn't have my hints of jazz if I didn't come here. So it's one of those like it's not a regret, but it's like it's the silver lining. Definitely. So now it's definitely a pleasure um, having you on today. Thank you for stopping by. You came at the most opportune time. It's our (laughs) first episode of CGM Lounge, our new podcast. We're gonna have a lot of discussions with different entrepreneurs, um, problems, fears, solutions. So it's definitely an honor to have you come on. Oh, and, thank and you. To, I feel like, wow, I'm on the other side. Yeah, like to return the favor because <laughs> you had us on yours. So just closing thoughts, like what what do you think business means or entrepreneurship has done for you? Entrepreneurship for me, um, it has shown me that like there are no limits. Um, I used to say like I wanted um. to work for a company. You know, like I used to want to work for CNN or I wanted to like be a news anchor for somebody. But I'm like... I can be like whatever I want to be and you know make a living off of that and really like living in my purpose entrepreneurship showed me my purpose and like opened me up to like math because I don't like math but like now like I have to kind of like know a little bit about it I ain't learned nothing yet but not math wise I'm trying to avoid that part but like I know it's going to get there and it's going to be easier because I'll be like living it so it'll be different than like learning for a subject in school as opposed to like learning for my life for yourself for yourself yeah well, this is it this is the first episode a little pilot episode of cgm lounge thanks to jasmine slaughter of a hint of jazz llc how can they find you you guys can uh, go to hintsofjazz.com um we actually have to renew our website in march so i hope i do that <laughs> <laughs> um but we have a newsletter um that comes out like once every three months. <laughs> um, but, like, more, it's a nice newsletter. More than that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm working. I don't... That typing thing takes a lot of work. Um, and uh, you can follow us on Instagram, at Hints of Jazz. Um, we're on Twitter, at Hints of Jazz. Facebook, a Hints of Jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, you can follow my personal Instagram, because, I mean, I use that more, because I have more followers, so it's, like, more marketable. Um, sure. J-A-Z-Y 1095. 
Perfect, perfect. Thank you so much. Happy holidays to you and yours. Happy holidays, Jasmine. Thank Thank you you so much. CGM Lounge. We out. Bye.